Hello, everybody. Jim Malone coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It's Thursday, and the market has changed direction. The uh, market is extending its gains. It did go to a positive uptrend, uh, and that happened uh, basically yesterday night, uh, right after the close. We went. We got a follow-through day, and it looks as if the market is going to move to a um, a positive uptrend, which is a very good sign. Now, I did do some buying today, uh, right, uh, basically at uh, in the morning, and then I tried to get a fill on a stock, uh, Occidental Petroleum. That's the one that, by the way, uh, Warren Buffett is buying quite a bit of Berkshire uh, uh, Occidental right now. Uh, and uh, as you remember, probably, I don't know if you do, but uh, uh, back when the oil prices collapsed, he loaned Occidental Petroleum a lot of money from Berkshire Hathaway at about 13.5%, and it looks as if now he is extending even his bigger uh, holdings in that company. So very interesting. I tried to get a fill on it. Believe it or not, I couldn't buy it at market price. So that's very interesting. So here's the thing. The market is moving to this confirmed uptrend, which is very important because that means now we can start kind of easing back in to the water. Now, I hate to tell you this, but the tech stocks still are problematic. I'm going to show you five stocks that uh, I think that you might like uh, that looks like they're getting close to uh, to a buy point. So um, just hang on for that, and then we'll get to your to your questions. But we have moved to a confirmed uptrend. By the way, if you're doing the ETF strategy, I don't know if you do this or not, but uh, one of the things to do the first day that uh, – it moves to a confirmed uptrend is a good idea to buy probably um, is, is to buy an ETF, an index ETF, and, uh, you know, probably the Q's or the Spider. I'll be talking about that a little bit later, but uh, let's uh, let's just go on the stocks with I bought today. I did buy Hess. Uh, Hess moved up very nicely today. It's a kind of composite rating of 99, and that's pretty excellent when you consider, uh, you know, with a, a 99 composite rating is quite good. Uh, I did buy it this morning uh, as it's coming and reversing up uh, as well. Its volume was up 33% on this, and it is a leaderboard stock for IBD, which is interesting. Uh, I do like the oils right now. Uh, this is one of the ones I do like. This is in the number one group. The number one group right now in the market are the international E&P companies, and this and Hass is definitely a member of that. I did buy a full position today in the small portfolio, so kind of interesting. Also, I did kind of put my toe in the water a little bit with another stock. This is Arista Networks. Now, you know, you say, Jim, well, why are you buying? Well, you're telling us not to buy tech, and you're buying tech. Well. I am, and 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 the only reason I'm buying this one is because it's involved in the cloud uh, computing uh, internet space, uh, uh, in the infrastructure space. I do like this area. It is got a very strong composite rating, 96 on this one. It is moving above for the first time the uh, the 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 200-day the the moving average, and I, I will show you that in just a second. Let's go to the the. Uh, I want to show you the. Um, uh, the chart on this one, it's Arista Networks, ANET is the symbol on this one. And let's come over there to that one. And we could just take a look at this Arista Networks. Uh, this is the this is the, the, the weekly chart that I'm showing you now. And I'm going to 
jump on over to the daily chart. As you can see, it came above this reversal line. We did have a reversal line on it. Uh, and uh, I did buy a full position, and I got in at 125.38. Uh, so I basically made like about 50 cents. Nothing, nothing, nothing serious, but I definitely got into this one. Arissa Networks, something you might want to look at uh, as well. It, it, this is an early buy point, uh, but it does have Fidelity Contra Fund in there, and so I do like these kind of things. Let's look at the technicals on it. It's just above the 10-day line, so it's getting a little extended. Uh, you typically don't want to buy it more than about 5% above that 10-day line. It just closed above that 10-day uh, line. Um, the 10-day line is at uh, 119.57. So uh, it uh, it's about 5.38% above that at 125.90. That's where it uh, that's where it is after hours. So um, this would if you were to buy this here, this would be an early buy. Don't necessarily recommend it. it does have a good checklist though, 89% on that. Uh, so this one looking pretty decent, I think. We'll see. I did put in a stop loss on this one. Uh, pretty tight, uh, pretty tight stop loss, uh, uh, basically at, uh, at at about 120, uh, 121. So I do have a pretty tight stop loss on this one. You know, just one that you might want to take a look at. Uh, let's see. All right. These are the five stocks that I think that uh, you might want to look at uh, in this new uptrend. And uh, I do have several of them on this. Now, I do own Costco. I bought Costco yesterday. It was looking pretty good. It was up a significant amount. Well, it's an expensive stock. So, I, you know, it was up $9, which is about 1.73%. Uh, down a little bit on the volume. O'Reilly Automotive. This is another super safety stock. Uh, and O'Reilly. I don't own O'Reilly. Uh, some of the healthcare companies are coming in here. O'Reilly, I mean, Regeneron Pharmaceutical and Vertex Pharmaceutical. Those are both very interesting. I don't own either of them, but I am interested in this other this other um, stock, GFS, and this is Global Foundries. And, you know, there's several reasons why this one is, you know, there's, there's several reasons why this one might be, uh, 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 this one might work. And part of the reason that I think this one might work is because, of the situation in Taiwan. I mean, uh, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, TSM, uh, accounts for approximately about 40% of all the fabs of all the semiconductors in the world, which is absolutely amazing. Now, if uh, if China makes a move on Taiwan, I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I hope it doesn't. Uh, but the benef one of the beneficiaries will be GFS. GFS is Global Foundries, and they do make uh, uh, semiconductors for other people. It's just an incredibly expensive business to make uh, semiconductors. You can see this one shot way up, and it's up after hours. It's in the buy zone. So, you know, this one I may be buying tomorrow, even though normally I, I don't like to, you know, I don't like to buy them when they, when they move like this. Uh, but as you can see, uh, right, it did close, and we had a, we had a close after hours. Right at about fifty, um, right about seventy-three. This is buyable. I do believe this is buyable. So the way I would probably buy this one is on a um, on a uh, um, uh, a a, buy, a a stop limit order on this one. But this one is looking very very good. So you know, basically, um, you know, GFS is buyable right now. Now I don't um, I don't own it, uh, but uh, this one might be a good one. 
uh, just because it, uh, it 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 has it has a I think it has a lot of potential uh, in 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 the coming um, uh, you know in 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 the in in the coming years. I just I I think that it is viable, and um, you know I I definitely think it is. So for some reason I'm having issue. There we go. Okay, that's why. All right. Takes a little second for it to come up. Well, anyways, GFS is viable in this uh, in this one. It's moved up above that. Uh, it, it moved up above that um, um, that pivot uh, at at seventy three twenty five. So this one is viable. It's a very very volatile stock though. So here's the thing: if you buy this one, you're going to have to set your your stops very very loosely. And this is something I don't usually recommend, but as you can see with this chart, it is just, it's all over the place, but it's definitely making a new high. And this one is probably a good time to get into it. Um, they are, uh, uh, the IPO was in, you know, it's, it's extremely well funded. Uh, they did have, uh, they did have, they did have good earnings um, uh, in the last quarter that reported. Uh, it's still, though, it's still kind of getting its sea legs, but there's a lot of support for this one. A lot of people need a fab like this to make uh, to to make to make semiconductors. So this is one you might that I'm that I'm looking at very closely. It's GFS uh, in Global Foundries, and this is one you know I definitely think that we could uh, you know probably probably come in on. Um, so for my current holdings, uh, this everything was up today, which is kind of nice. Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, I definitely own that. It was up about 2.64%, which is amazing, on heavier volume. By the way, Berkshire today bought uh, bought Occidental, you know, didn't buy all of Occidental, but bought a, a significant uh, stake in Occidental Petroleum, OXY. And uh, I want to kind of go over and take a look at that, uh, at that chart, um, just so we can see kind of what the reaction was. Um, but this is... Uh, very interesting. Uh, they had lent, lent uh, Oxy a lot of money uh, prior, with the, uh, and it looks like they're going to they're going to come in and buy some more. It's off a little bit after hours, fifty seven eighty five. But I do believe this is not a proper buy point by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, the buy point basically is down here at thirty five seventy five. Look at that; it's gone all the way from January. From 37, uh, 35.75 all the way up to 57.92. So it's looking kind of like uh, you know the, the a lot of the people are moving into this one. Uh, I am looking at it as a potential acquisition tomorrow. On this one, it's got an 89 checklist, which is very good. The technicals are looking good on it as well. Uh, we're only 3.44% above that 10-day line, so we're actually in a place that. Uh, even though it's not a primary buy point, it is a secondary buy point, and that might work very, very well. Um, now, just to, to show you kind of where I am in the small portfolio, I'm trying to wade in back into the water because we did get that signal, and of course the signal is uh, with the follow-through day. We had a follow-through day on the uh, S&P 500, so it's not a follow-through day on the NASDAQ, but on the S&P. So that says... We want to be in some of those. We want to be in some of those commodity areas, uh, and maybe insurance. Berkshire Hathaway, of course, uh, is one of my holdings. Costco Wholesale. I bought that one yesterday. I only held it for two days. Arista Networks. That's down a little bit, uh, not too much. And then, of course, Hess, 
I bought that one today as well. So that kind of gives you an idea of where we're at. Um, uh, and, and again, we did sell um, we, we did sell the fertilizer company Nutrien, and we also sold Zim Shipping. Not that they were bad stocks, but we wanted to be taking those profits. And that's kind of always a good thing to do in a volatile market like this is take profits. Now, I wish I could say as much. I could wish I could say as much for my option plays. I wish I could say that they were doing as well <laughs> as, uh, as, as as some of these other ones. I wish I could say that, but that's not uh, That's not true. I closed all of my bear trades uh, yesterday, basically before the, you know, basically anticipating that we would have a, um, that, that we'd have a fall through day and the market would be moving in an upward direction. I'm glad I did that. Uh, now, the iron condor on United Health, I didn't close that one because it's an iron condor. It's down a little bit. As you can see, it's it's still, it's still within the, the, the it's still within a shooting distance. But as you can see, it's in the red zone. Hopefully, it will stay at this level or lower. If it closes, if it moves too much higher than this, if it moves above 513.69, then I'm probably going to close the trade or I'm probably going to adjust it. So I definitely have an alert at 513.69 in this one. Um, when we calculated this initially, we had a good potential profit about 63.9%, but you can't always win. So this is uh, the the this is how the iron condor on United Health is doing. So I wouldn't if you're if you're looking for a con, uh, iron condor to uh, to to um, uh, enter, I wouldn't recommend the United Health one right now because it's not quite doing as well as we would have liked to have seen it. Um, also, uh, if you are looking to get into the market. I do have a very, very nice ready list, and this has some buy points on it. I haven't completely edited this one, but what you can do is you can get a, uh, you can get a look-see at this one by going to this address, https colon slash slash bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y slash DTF 0095. And if you're watching on uh, if you're watching on TikTok, very easy to get this uh, to, to get this trade. Just go to the uh, just go to my profile, click on the link. And by the way, while you're there, sign up for the Action Trade Alerts, first and last name and email address, and we'll be putting you on the list. This is all free, and uh, it's a great way to keep up with the market. Also, um, uh, we do have the great uh, this great uh, um, list for the ready list, the March 2022 ready list, and this is really great. Uh, all you have to do is go to bit.ly, bit.ly, and DTF, that's Dallas Trading Floor, 0099. So it's very easy to remember that one uh, as well. All right. Well, let's get into some of the uh, the questions. Thank you, everybody, for waiting. I appreciate your patience. I was We've moved to the new office, and I was running around like a madman trying to get everything to work. So I'm, hopefully we're going to do better. <laughs> we're going to be do better uh, with getting things to work uh, in the new in, in 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 the short term. Uh, would Orly make a good bull put spread? This is interesting. Okay, well, great. You're thinking definitely the right way there, Matt. Uh, because now that we've changed, uh, now that we've changed from a uh, market incorrection to a confirmed uptrend, you're definitely thinking the right way. You're definitely thinking the right way. Uh, this might work, and the one reason it might work is because we're right above, we're right in the buy zone. I like that. Cup with handle, first stage. The pivot is uh, 687.23. 
let's see. Um, you know, this one might make a very good bull 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 put spread. This this one this one may might make a very very good bull put spread. Let me kind of see if I can uh, do something here really quick to see if I can come up with a bull put spread for you on this one. Um, okay, let's. I'm going to. What I'm doing here is I'm just I'm just using some software to see if we can find a good bull put spread for um, for for Matt on on O'Reilly. Right. That's right. Let's see. I'm gonna move back over to uh, O-R-L-Y. I'm just looking at this. Um, chart here uh and seeing if i can find a good if i kind of if i can kind of look to see where i think it's maybe going i'm looking i think that this will will move up to about 710 that looks like 710 looks like resistance for this one and uh let's let's take a look it's uh, i think it's just definitely moving up and what I'm going to do here is I'm going to pick a fairly short expiry, the 14th of April, and see what you know, see what we can find out. See if see if there's anything that's looking good in terms of a yeah, okay, very good. I think I have a good one. This is a call debit spread. Interestingly enough, kind of a weird you know a weird one to look at, but I, I'll show you this in just a second. Here, yeah, here we go. So um thanks matt for um you know thank thanks thanks matt for 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 um uh for bringing this up and let's see if we can let's see if i can um uh let's let's see if i can share out this um oops let's see let's see if i can get the right one all right it looks kind of like we have something that might work for you uh matt and this is a this is a um a call credit spread and the way this thing works is um you, what you would do for this one is that you would to open this trade uh you would you would first buy the Mar the April 14th 560 call and then simultaneously you would sell the 590 call so the spread here is only 10 is only 10. This would cost you $620 out of your pocket for each contract that you do. This has a probability of profit of about 61% based on the software. It's not, this is not exact, but this kind of gives you a rule of thumb. The fact that O'Reilly is going upwards is a great thing. I definitely think we could definitely do something there. The maximum return on this is $380 for this trade, and the risk is 620. Now, it sounds like, ah, oh, it's not that great, but actually, that's pretty darn good Consider, considering everything else. What I'll show you, uh, what I'd like to show you is sort of the, the, the risk profile of this trade. Let's just pull that up there. Yeah, there we go. So the risk profile of this trade. So basically the way this works is, it, right now O'Reilly is trading right around 680. And if it goes up just a tad, I mean, just a tad, we could have, we could, we could keep all the money there. So uh, it basically has to move above about $702. And currently, 
uh, I, uh, and, 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 and currently it's right about there. So uh, it's right about there. So this one may work very well. This would be a, um, th this would be a, um, this would be a debit spread. So you could definitely come out of your pocket. This one would cost uh, $620 and have a potential return of 380. And this has about a 61% chance of success. So, so very, very good, very, very good um, chance of success on this one. Uh, and, uh, you know, definitely something that, uh, you know, you might want to, you might want to consider. Uh, it, it looks, uh, it looks pretty decent, pretty decent. Uh, you know, it looks pretty decent on the, uh, um, you know, on that, uh, on, on that spread. So it's a call credit. It's a call debit spread is what it's called. And, uh, uh, you know, if you just uh, go back and you can see the uh, the chart, but uh, I think that'll work very well because we're right now we're at 701. This thing basically will work as long as uh, O'Reilly moves above about 702 by the uh, by April 14th, and I think that's very likely to happen on this spread. So uh, let me just kind of show you that uh, that spread once again, just really quickly. And we will put it up on the screen for you. Here we go. There we go. Okay, so basically that basically the way you can get into this this particular uh, trade is to buy one contract of the April 14th 680 call uh, and sell simultaneously the 690 call. That's a spread of 10. Uh, it'll be about $620 out of your pocket. It, it's varying a little bit. You want, you want to do, remember when you do this, don't, don't put it in as a market order. When you're doing a spread like this, put it in as a limit order and the limit would be 6.20. So, uh, $620 for a hundred shares, which of course the option contact represents. So this one, um, this one might work very, very well for you. Thanks for that question. That's a great question. And I definitely think you're definitely thinking along in terms of the right thing. Hi, is the market in an uptrend? Absolutely. Uh, the market is in an uptrend and I want to, you know, make sure that I put that out there for everyone. You know, the market is in an uptrend and, it basically moved to this confirmed uptrend from um, from a correction. So, uh, what I'm going to what I like to take a look at first is I like to look at the uh, S and P 500. This is really this is where the um, uh, this this is this is where the um, um, the the follow through day happened first. And uh, let's uh, get that up. Yeah. Okay. Oops, the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> so let me, that was for the, that was for the, um, O'Reilly, um, the O'Reilly call, uh, call debit spread, uh, which I think is very, very good, uh, potentially is 61% chance, I believe of success on this one. This, uh, is a, this is the S and P 500 index. It shows you this massive Yesterday we had it move above the 21 day line and it just continued up today. So it's looking very good. It does look like we have had a uh, reversal, which is great because the S&P uh, 500 was was starting to move below. It had a death cross on it. This is a very bad thing. If it hadn't reversed here, this would have gone much lower, but it seems like it got support right here at about 4,200. That seems to be where 
we got most of the support on the, um, and this is when the fall through day down. Now I want to jump over to the NASDAQ uh, because that is also important. Uh, we did not have a fall through day on the NASDAQ and that, you know, the NASDAQ composite is where all the tech stocks live. So we did, it did move up, but it was a, it's much weaker than the, the, it was much weaker than the S&P 500. So what's happening is there is a movement of capital back into the market, but it is not necessarily going to the techs as much as it did before. It's going to the S&P 500 stocks. So this is why we want to look at the oils. We want to look at uh, some of the shipping stocks, possibly. Those kind of stocks are doing better, uh, definitely better. So um, so definitely, we are in a confirmed uptrend. Just wanted to, to, uh, to, to put that out there. And uh, hey, hello, hello. All right, let's take a question from TikTok, because um, I have been neglecting TikTok. So let's go to TikTok. Confirmed uptrend based on what? That's a good question. It's a confirmed uptrend based on a follow-through day. And if you want to learn more about the follow-through day, just Google follow-through day, and you'll see what I mean. Uh, basically, a confirmed uptrend happens when it moves, when when the market is up four days in a row on increasing volume. Now, on an index. Now, here's the thing about that. It's kind of it's a little technical way of looking at that, but. Uh, the way the way that works is once there's a confirmed uptrend, uh, the fall through happens and then it moves to a confirmed uptrend. We were in a um, correction, and this is based on uh, the work of um, William O'Neill, who invented the Canslim system. And of course, I am a devotee of Canslim, so that's what I follow, anyways. All right, uh, let's look at CrowdStrike. Uh, let's look at first at CrowdStrike and then at uh, Costco. CRWD is the symbol for CrowdStrike. Okay. CRWD. And make sure that that is indeed coming up there. Well, it doesn't light up. Yeah, there it is. A little bit of lag on my machine today. Don't know why that's happening, but it definitely is happening. Uh, it, it's 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 def, it's definitely happening. Here's the here's the chart for CrowdStrike. We're well below that 200-day line, and we have unfortunately encountered the death cross. That's the when the 50-day moves below that 200-day. What does that that indicate? That indicates weakness. That indicates a lot of weakness in the stock. And as you can see, and of course hindsight's 2020, so it, it's the problem is seeing ahead. It's not seeing behind. Seeing behind is easy. Uh, but when when the typically when the 50-day crosses below that 200-day, that's not a good thing. We also want to look at the slope of that 200-day line. Even though CrowdStrike is starting to make a move upwards, the 200-day the moving average is still sloping down, and that tells me and tells us actually that you know uh, it's in a weak. It, it is not reversed and it's not moving. It's 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 sort of stuck. It's it's sort of volatile. By the way, if you're looking for an options trade in something in a stock like this, you want to go with the iron condor. You want to go within a range because you can't really tell with this one if it's going up or down based on the charts. It's sort of volatile within this area. So right now, I have to say, um, you know, we're still looking for CrowdStrike to possibly move uh, move upwards in the computer software security area, which is one of the better areas, by the way. Uh, this is this is one of the better stocks, but this area has not been performing well. 
uh, out of the all of the areas of the, the market, there's 197 of them. This is 109 currently. Let's kind of take a look. I want to show you, before I go to Costco, I want to show you which areas are outperforming. It's always easier to go fishing where there's fish. And I mean, that's obvious, isn't it? Um, and with the market, you want to look at the sectors that have the best uh, that the, the, the are, are, are ranking the best. So I want to be looking for uh, sectors right now that are in the top 20% of all of the uh, of all the rankings out there. So currently, uh, if we're looking for that, you know, and we were to go over to the list here, we would look and say, oh, okay, well, where are, where are the top stocks? Well, right now, uh, the computer software education is terrible. But if we resort this going from top to bottom, oil and gas international is number one currently. And that tells us that this is indeed a good time to be looking at uh, oil and gas companies. I mean, this has been the story basically for the first three months of the year. It's been very, very strong with regard to the oil and gas companies. And that's not any, any exception right now. International Explorers are number one. This is where, this is one of the reasons why I bought Hess today, and I probably will buy Oxy tomorrow. So what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to jump on over to this area and uh, see if we can show that. Uh, let's see if it'll let us. Yeah, it's a little bit of a lag here. Yeah, okay, International Oil and Gas Explorers. Let's take a look at kind of what's in here. Currently, um, we have some that are coming up. Occidental Petroleum, Murphy Oil, by the way, I don't know if you're probably not familiar with Murphy Oil. Murphy Oil is sort of a, a company that I became familiar with when I moved here to Texas. It's based in Arkansas, but it's quite a large company, and they have they have they they have superstores all over the place. Uh, that's one to look at. Probably not the right location, not the not the best chart pattern to buy it in. It's a good stock, but uh, that's probably not working as well let's see if i can go back to the the oil and gas here and get that okay there we go number one and see if that will come up there we go so uh this is where i also want to look at oxy this is the one that warren buffett was buying heavily today as you can see uh this one is set up very nicely this is probably the one uh even though it's not at a proper buy point this is the one you probably want to 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 look at if you're looking to add some exposure to the market. Why? Because this one is is set up very very nicely, and I do think uh, even though it has earnings, uh, this one is the one. By the way, Warren Buffett is buying large amounts of this. I couldn't get a fill on this stock today. I was a little bit miffed. I I wanted to buy it, but uh, I it just I didn't get a, I didn't get a fill. All right, let's go and take a look at Costco. Now, this is the one I did buy right before. Uh, I bought this one on Tuesday. So this one is setting up very nicely. And it just seems like, you know, um, unfortunately, with all this inflation out there, and I wish I, you know, I wish that wasn't the case. But with all this inflation out there, um, a lot of people are going to be shopping at Costco that used to be shopping at uh you know, like Whole Foods and stuff like that. So uh, this is one that uh, is in the buy zone right now. I did buy a full position here uh, on the 16th. 
Um, you know, I did I did buy a full position. I guess that was uh, yeah, it was yesterday. I did buy a full position here. It is moved up. It's moved it moved up quite a significantly today, 552, but it's pulled back to 551. I definitely think this one could is still viable. It's not quite as good a checklist as Hess, the one I just showed you. Uh, but it's still not bad, 78%, and it is looking fairly good. On the pattern rack here, uh, basically, we're basically 1% from the pivot. We're right at the pivot, and it does look like it's going to hold. So here's here's my here's my um, take on both CrowdStrike and Costco. I think you got to go with Costco. I think you're going to be, that's your better, that's your better bet. That's your, that's your, that's your better bet. But uh, uh, they're both good stocks, but, uh, you know, Costco is what you want to buy. Um, you know, put, uh, you know, put, put Crossrec on a hold for a little bit. Hey, John, I'm so happy to see you uh, in this again. What about Box? Let's see if we have anything there that we could look at. I have been, uh, I did have a, thinking about that, I did have a, um, a bear put spread on Square, which uh, is now called Block, it's you know there are all these things, uh, and I did close that. Uh, not that that would be make any sense to, you, but um, okay, I I do like the space that it's in, but this this unfortunately this is one of the worst areas of the market to buy in, uh, John. I mean, uh, it just really is not doing that well. This is in the consumer. This is in the uh, computer software database area. And right now, this, uh, you know, this is kind of like, um, you know, uh, uh, this is this is this is not good. I mean, this is uh, this computer software database area is performing. It's 191 out of 197, so it is in the lowest part of the the market. You don't really want to be buying in this sector of the market right now. It just is not what's working. Uh, you know, oil and gas is working. Um, uh, uh, agricultural chemicals are working. Basically, your inflation-type stocks are working right now. Um, they're really the techs really still aren't working, based on the fact that we've got so much inflation going on right now. Uh, steel producers are working. Ship transports working. Uh, medical is a good is a good area to look in. Wholesale drug suppliers. That's where we could possibly look uh, for something. There's only seven stocks in there, but that's that might be a good area. Uh, but I would not recommend box. I just I just wouldn't recommend it. It's just not in the part of the market that we want to be in right now. We don't want to buy in the you know, um, you know the the this area of the market of the market is not performing well. So if we were to buy that, even if it was a great stock. Uh, you know, we might be very, very diff. We might be very, very disappointed. Um, basically, what's happening is that there's a disinvestment from tech, and basically, what's happening is these many of these high multiple stocks are getting hit because people are saying, "Well, I don't want my money in five years. I want my money now." This one actually doesn't have a bad PE ratio. I mean, it's a 30, but you know, anything under about 25 is that's where the action is in the market. So I would not recommend box. I, I, at this point, I just, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't re recommend box as a place to, to park some of your capital. You know, I think you're better off right now with some of the international oil companies and possibly uh, like an ETF, like the, um, the, um, 
and, poss and possibly an ETF um, like the XLE. Let's take a look at the XLE just real quick. This um, <laughs> this ETF has outperformed just about everything in the last three months in the entire market. Uh, it's 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 been phenomenal. And this is this is not even a stock. It's a uh, you know it's it's an e it's an ETF and uh, just it's just done phenomenally well. Uh, it it is probably viable now. ETFs are a little bit different than stocks in terms of the way they trade, but uh, this is probably viable. If you need, if you want to get exposure to the market, you don't want to be left behind. I still think you can buy this one um, because it 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 looks like it's reversing higher. I do I do see with this all this inflation, I do see um, you know I do I do see the oils continuing to do well, and so. Uh, this one might be something that you might want to look at. I'm currently not invested in this one, but I do like it. It's called the XLE, and it's the Spider Select for the energy uh, sector. And uh, this is this is what's getting the love in the market right now. This is where uh, this is where the capital is flowing to. So uh, very very good. Um, question from uh, Umar. Thank you very much. This uh, anything changed on on MU? And as you know, MU is one of my favorite stocks. I just don't own it right now. Um, one of the things I like about this one, I did like about this one, was that for a tech stock, it was a very low PE stock. Now, I'm not normally a PE buyer, but I do think that in this in the current market uh, conditions, uh, that can be something that uh, that can be something that that uh, that works very 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 well. But right now, what's happening is is it's it went below the 200-day line. It's moved back up. Just a tough stock to buy and hold. It's very volatile. I just, I just right now, it does look like it's getting some support, but I just think we got to wait and see. Right now, it, this is just a tough. This is a bucking bronco. Um, the computer storage area is again not doing as well as we would like. I mean, it's uh, it's down there basically at 114 out of 197. So not quite this, not quite the look that we want to see on that. All right, let's uh, take a look um, um, for TikTok. Thank you so much. Uh, just retested. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, CMI. Oh, GME dump. Oh, I want to look at that. Yeah, this is, uh, of course, GameStop. Uh, GME. I'm not in this one, but uh, if you're in it, I think you got to be careful. It looks like people are starting to bail. <laughs> on this on this meme stock unfortunately yeah this is this is not looking good this is looking you know what this is setting up kind of i hate to say it but this is setting up as a short <laughs> uh, i hate to say that but this is definitely setting up as a short i would i wouldn't be shorting this one though and because when the market turns to a confirmed uptrend i don't want to be short anything so that's my that that's my philosophy i all you you always can make more money on you, you know, you can always make more money as the market's going up. You can make money as the market's going down or sideways. And I do that all the time. But when the market is in a confirmed uptrend, like it is now, like it moved to the, and this may, this may, this may end very shortly, you want to always be in simpatico with that. So I only want to be doing iron condors and possibly bull trades right now in options or buying the stock itself. So uh, GameStop, I would avoid this one. I just, I just, I just would avoid this one. Part of part of winning in the stock market really is just avoiding, um, you know, massive disasters and capital drawdowns. Really, that's why you have the seven percent rule. But uh, I would avoid, 
uh, GME right now. Um, I, I, I just, I just, I just would avoid it. it it's just not worth uh, getting, getting uh, involved in it. Um, you know, the shorts are back. They're probably going to win. I mean, I, I, I know that's terrible, but uh, I think you just need to avoid GME right now. I just, I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to end up. I don't think it's going to end up well. I don't think it's going to end up well at all. Um, and uh, another question from Makesh. Uh, you were stopped out at 95. Yeah, I know this is, these stocks are so hard to trade. Oh, they're so volatile. Uh, I can see where you were stopped out. And then, you know, boy, um, it's probably good you were because it looks like it's it's going weaker uh, after hours. And this, of course, is MU. And they're a big manufacturer of, um, uh, they're big, they're big manufacturer of, uh, of memory and, uh, uh, and and so great great company uh, but uh, tough tough stock to, to trade right now. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, it's a MU. Okay, so let's see. I'm going to go over here to. Oh, you're looking at uh, potentially a square call. That's interesting on Square. Uh, now I did have a a bear trade on Square. I closed it, uh, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did because uh, it definitely, as you can see, that's where I closed it right here. Uh, I closed it um, uh, on the bear put spread. Uh, it basically, as it broke, as, as it broke through that uh, resistance there at the, uh, at the uh, 50 day line. So I just, eh, that was, that was a good try, but not quite. I entered it here on the 10th and I closed it on the 16th and it's gone higher so i'm glad i closed it i'm glad i closed it is it is this worth a, a call on this you know i wouldn't be eh, i don't think this is too early it's trading below the 21 uh 500 day line here's the thing i just don't think um you know right now sq is trading below <laughs> the 200 day moving average so no buy <laughs> And this and this goes both with the calls. Uh, you know, I think it's a little bit easier on the calls, but you know, I just think if if it's trading below um, the 200-day moving average, and that's this black line that I'm showing you here. This is black line right up here. Is it is is this line here? If if it's trading below that 200-day moving average, wow, you don't want to touch it. It's just too too risky uh, because it can it could it can really it, you can get really hurt. Uh, on that, so I would re not recommend um, a call on uh, on block. I just I wouldn't recommend it. All right. Oh, um, yeah. oh. Um, uh, would you do a, a option call? Yeah, absolutely. Costco. Possibly, I would. Let's uh, let's look at Costco. I think options on Costco might not be bad. Now, here's the thing about Costco. It's not Microsoft. It's not you know. It's pretty slow moving stock, so uh, it's not going to give you as much it's it's not going to give you as much bang for the buck typically uh as buying the shares um on the call options but uh i do think it's probably going to move higher now how much higher it's going to move i don't know uh there is a buy point on it right at uh, 545.29 545.29 but uh and it could move above there um but i don't think that you would probably want to do a um i don't think you probably want to do an option on that one all right, last call. Let's take a look. Oh, on semiconductor buy point. Let's take a look for on 
this is a great uh, company as well. I probably would not be buying the semis right now just because I don't think that uh, that it's the it's the right place to be in the market. But <laughs> but uh, this this is one of the best of all of the semis, and it's above that 200-day line. It does look like it possibly is reversing. What I'm going to do here is I'm just going to I'm going to I'm going to eliminate this reversal line that I had on and I'm going to draw the new reversal line. So right now it's still below that. It's, it's right now. It's still below that, uh, that, um, um, it, it's, it's right now. It's still below the, um, um, the, um, the reversal line. So I probably would not buy it at this level. The reason being is that it's still in a downward trend, uh, and it needs to move to an upward trend before we buy it. So I probably would not be, a buyer on this. Now, if you did buy it, there is a buy point, and that buy point is 71.25. So, uh, there is a there is a buy point out there uh at uh, 71.25. So, um 71.25 is a buy point is the buy point. <laughs> For uh, on, uh, and it's uh, it's basically a consolidation. Consolidation base. So that's kind of that that's that's kind of the deal. It's uh, it it there is a twenty one uh seventy one twenty five buy point on on semiconductor, and it's a consolidation basis, the weakest of the bases. Uh, but it's still it's still a base. So um, here's the thing: I would wait probably to get in on this one. I wait to see if it comes a little bit. Uh, it moves a little bit better. Here's what I would do: I would probably be looking for it to move above about 6280. That's where I'd be looking for it to move above before I would consider early entry. But you know, right now I just don't think you can do it. Um, it's not strong enough. And uh, I probably would not recommend, I, would, I know I wouldn't recommend uh, doing it at this level. I think you need to have some more strength before you come into the, into the, in, into it. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, I've been, um, I've been yammering on for almost 45 minutes. If you want to get uh, the, the, the action trailers, I highly recommend that, of course. Uh, very, very easy to do. Just go to floor. And uh, just need your first and last name and an email address. Of course, it's all free. And if you're watching on TikTok, just go to the, uh, and I'm just pointing up here, just go to the, um, uh, go to the profile, first and last name and an email address. Also, uh, we do have, uh, of course, um, we, we, do, we do have the great, um, uh, we, we do have the access to the 2022 ready list. And this is free. And you can get that easily just by going to https colon slash slash bit.ly bit slash dtf0099. Now that's also available uh, on the profile if you go, if you're if you're watching on TikTok. All right, everybody, thanks again for watching. And I always um, please, please, please smash that like button because the like button does help us get out to everybody. So please smash that like button. I really do appreciate that. And um, also, do uh, that for the uh, free action trade alerts. Um, we also have a great uh, trading community. It's the Discord room, and we start every day at 
8.30 Central Time, and a lot of people really get a great benefit out of that. That one is a paid service, but uh, the other, everything else is free. So uh, definitely go and check it out. All right, I'll be back tomorrow, 5 o'clock, hopefully. Happy trading.